Um, just, I mean, keep popping. Go in, say what's up. Maybe, uh, cold open, talk some shit, and then, uh, go right into it. Hey, Wiz what's that? That's a radio, boy. Yeah, what's it do? Hello, check. Don't you know what a radio Microphone, is? check. Check, check, check. Is my distance from the microphone proper? Hello, how do we sound? One, three. (laughs) Yo. Yo, broadcasting live. Chateau de Goon. From Chateau Lagoon. Lagoon. Yeah, Lagoon. Lagoon. Why your mom look like Louis XIV? Yo, why your mom look like a stunt double for The Simpsons? Why your mom look like... Uh, we, we, have, we have not done that in like... That used to be kind of like we ended episodes with that during year two in the beginning. But yeah, yeah. This is not information. Bow bow. Yo, mm-hmm. welcome to the Mega Late Show. Yes, welcome back. Uh, as you may have heard, if it didn't get cut, uh, this is a special recording. We are at uh, Chateau Lagoon, aka my spot, uh, because that's just how I did it up. Deal yeah. with it. And uh, we're about to go into another installment of our project that we're doing. The ongoing project, the never-ending project, which uh, doesn't really have an official name. We throw around a couple different names. Every album of the decade ever, greatest, best. I've got like three. Uh, okay, down. you got three. <laughs> what is? It? Let me let me go ahead and read this one. The greatest albums of all time of the decade so far, right now, best. Yes. I like that. I'm rocking with that. It, it's a, it's a difficult task, but somebody had to do it. Somebody with our specific expertise. Hey. And uh, we've also got our homie in the studio with us hey. right now. He's uh, back visiting Japan after being on a sojourn. Hey. Well, actually, he left, so this is a sojourn. Word. Uh, our guy, what, what what are we doing, government? You or? want a superhero name? Uh, yes. What, we get a superhero No, you got to give us your superhero oh, name. Well, I don't yeah, have I'm one not, for I'm you off sure. top. Okay, well, uh, average guy name, Rand. Ran. Oh, I thought that was the name. Average guy. Average guy. (laughs) We're here with average guy name Ran. Yo, shout out. Uh, That's right. Imagine an applause drop. (laughs) There we go. Thank you. you Use your open up your third eye. Imagine that. So uh, during this, to to speak on exactly what this um, list is, uh, what we've been doing is taking albums that have come out since 2010 and putting them, uh, casting them against each other to see which albums we feel have the the greatest value and which remain the greatest albums of all time, I suppose. So basically... For this decade. Yeah, for this decade. Right now, so far. Yes, starting since 2010. So... Um, we judge them based upon, well, first and foremost, our subjective opinion of them. And then we try to be somewhat objective about the inherent qualities, impact, and uh, technical, I suppose, music, compositional uh, values of these joints. So right now we have about 14 albums on the list. And we're not going to want to say these every time because the list just gets longer and longer. So Is it 14? I think is it fourteen? I thought I only have fourteen on my joint. Maybe I'll, I'm missing one. Fifteen then. Is this the most up to date? I, I believe so. So at the let's start at the bottom of the list. At, at the very bottom of the list, the album that we 
uh, haven't had uh, be better than any of the other ones on the list is Sire uh, by Jaden Smith. And then next we have Bobby Sessions Revolution Part 1, The Divided States of America, and Part 2, The Art of Resistance. That's a two-piece. Yep. They go together. Clocking in at number 13, The Roots, How I Got Over. Number 12, J. Cole, Friday Night Lights. 11, uh, Lil Ugly Mane, Mr. Thug, Isolation. 10, Absol, Control System. Number 9, Drake, if you're reading this, it's too late. Number eight, The Game, Documentary 2 and 2.5. Seven and six are Nicholas F., Vices, and Lupe Fiasco, Tetsuo, and Youth. Number five, we got Joey Badass, All-American Badass. And number four, we got Freddie Gibbs with Babyface Killer. Right, in our top three albums right now as it stands, number three is Rhapsody, uh, Layla's Wisdom. Phenomenal. Yes. Uh, number two, Kanye West, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. And then number one, uh, A Tribe Called Quest. We got it from here. Thank you for your service. Uh, really, those number one and two albums could be interchangeable, uh, you know, depending on the day of the week. But uh, basically, those two albums, hey, shout out to Michelle Watterson. Those two albums are just, uh, you know, better than all the other ones in terms of just being cultural standpoints and phenomenally and incredible works of art. We've only done this maybe four, four times. times four times so even though now it sounds like you know we've got uh drake really close to absol or lupe fiasco the list is as agile as the gods are you know That's what i right. mean and, and the gods uh, are agile the gods are hella agile and they're if you just if you know us and you know these albums there's huge leaps between right. maybe, you know, I'm just saying random numbers, maybe six and seven. There's right. like a huge gap right. in quality where other albums are going to slide in yeah. and, you know, who knows what I, I, I'd say the biggest disparity in, in like what I consider super great and then uh, the biggest jump in disparity in quality, I would probably say is between uh, two and three. I think that Kanye the album. Biggest? Yeah, I think that one is a huge difference. Actually, man. you might be right. Yeah, I think that one is a but huge difference. I've been looking at the bottom word and or close to the bottom and like uh i feel like where we have the list now there's a maybe, steep drop off maybe like little ugly man is like a the precipice of a different plateau okay i feel like sure yeah i get that word but yeah. Yo, average guy named Ran. Hey. Yo. What's going on? Is, is there anything on this list that stands out to you as being kind of strange or perfect? Uh, a little ugly, man. I just, uh, I like his flow. Can you, can oh, you yeah. Yeah, yell in? Yeah, you gotta get a little closer. Okay. This is not our usual studio setup. Closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a little ugly, man. I thought was an interesting pick uh, of uh, what I heard going on. Uh, I just got uh, hip to him a little bit ago. But uh, aside from that, man, uh, pretty thick list. Uh, what? A okay, Absol, that's a good that, call. That little Ugly Man album is, um, that was one of the first albums that we did. And uh, I know, you know, Late is a huge fan of Little Ugly Man. And when we started reading that album, the, the reason I think it was over the roots is not because like the inherent qualities of it, but really we enjoyed kind of its identity. 
okay. kind of kind of standing alone is something kind of unique and special. Whereas like the I I say that Roots album, while being incredible yeah. and you know another example oh, of how, how dope they are, yeah, yeah okay. uh, it just it's kind of unremarkable. It's just like another Roots album. Okay, yeah. You know, it yeah, doesn't yeah, stand yeah. out too much amongst the rest of their work mm -hmm. as being the best or you know the least best. It's just kind of like a good roots album and so that's yeah, why real we put quick it there. okay uh just asking so this is going 14 and all the way to number one yes so 14 13 uh 12, so forth yeah. so on mm -hmm. what uh who made this list we have been putting to this together uh episode by episode sometimes with friends and sometimes between the two of us okay so we'll today we're going to add six albums to the list and we're going to throw those and place those somewhere in here so okay. this list will be completely different by the time this episode's done okay yeah all right someone was about to get fired why why what's what's the biggest uh, like what I, what aren't you feeling here okay uh is this gibbs mr gibbs? yeah okay. freddie gibbs okay mr gibbs okay that can stay uh <laughs> the game yeah. uh documentary 2 2.5 that's a rough one uh drake of all his his discography uh if you're reading this uh that's on the list that's outrageous my man said he don't like Jake. I I try well well no see the thing is, is like there's also a level of objectivity that I yeah. try to keep okay. on this so uh -huh. like even okay. though I do not really care for this this Drake album at all if I'm honestly speaking the the qualities that it has the impact that it has okay. they're more notable than Absol they're more notable yeah. than Lil Ugly Mane so it'd be impossible for me to put that any lower while I still think that that game album while I'm not the hugest game fan I think it's got some really good songs on it. And so that's kind of like the way that we approach this. There's a lot of caveats that mm -hmm. we kind of adhere to. I, for one, am always trying to be a little bit objective about it. If mm -hmm. you look at this list, a lot right. of these artists, not really people that I listen to too often. Jaden Smith, Bobby Sessions, J. Cole. I don't even listen to Lil Ugly Mane that much. Yeah. Definitely don't listen to Drake that much. So yeah. it, uh, some Drake albums are going to be towards the higher end of the list, I think, right. being honest. I don't think so. I Drake like that. Have a lot of, I like that. <laughs> I like, I like that. that. Drake doesn't like have that. a lot of good whole albums. I I I am glad that he tapes. said that, you know. But I think good I think that other people the, would argue early, with that. Early in his yeah. early early days. early yeah. 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 I'm not a fan of the guy uh at all. Uh, not not at okay. all. But I think that he does what he does really well sometimes. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just not for me. Well, so yeah, how who which of these six albums are we going to start with? You wanna you wanna rock scissors paper for who goes first from their list or just nah because just... I I don't really care okay oh uh, well shit um I'll go first uh so the first of my albums that I would like to start with is perhaps the one that I care least about on my three okay this is ASAP Rocky Long Live ASAP I'm so glad you said that okay the, so glad that I said that it was the least favorite of mine. Because we, or I, listen to these albums every time we're about to do this recording. Mm -hmm. And when I saw that was on the list, I was a little pained that I would have to listen to it again. Oh, my bad, B. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't mean to do that to you. You know what I mean? Like, yo, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, when the album came out, what what year did this shit come out? Like 2012, right? 2012. This was ASAP Rocky's 
first main full, full length, length on a album. I want to yeah. say it was on a label too. I think he got like three million dollars. He's on Def Jam, right? To record this, maybe. Um, yeah, but but this was during. This is like peak ASAP Rocky, right? Like he had been bubbling in the underground for a whole mm. minute. It's kind of like an emerging East Coast sensibility that was different than the conventional trappings of boom bap hip hop you know sample based boom bap hip hop he didn't sound like an east coast rapper and so he rapper. kind of yeah like, excuse me a new york rapper specifically so i think that people were really kind of intrigued by that mm -hmm. also he was kind of eccentric um very fashionable fashionable super fashionable and his music uh, utilized a lot of different sounds that were not necessarily the popular music tropes at the time and so it's almost experimental to some degree yeah. um, in the larger context of hip-hop that was happening at the Skrillex time. Skrillex is on the album. Yeah, you know, and um, I had listened to uh, Long Love ASAP, which came out before like a couple years before. Is that a mixtape? Yeah, a mixtape. And there was a few songs that I liked off of it. But this joint right here, I'm not exactly sure where it sits in like the the collective memory of hip hop heads. I don't know if this album has gotten better for people since it came out, but I will say that ASAP Rocky, for me, uh, I've actually began to enjoy ASAP Rocky a little bit more as he I like kind of ASAP matures Rocky. in his career. His album, uh, what was the joint that came out last year? Plug in or what the hell is the name of it? Chugging <laughs> some shit like that. <laughs> nah, you got me tripping. Well, I almost yeah, said yeah. it. Yeah, no, it's, it's like, like tune in, tune or... in or some shit, right? Uh, I feel like it. Uh, shit, this is not good. Okay, yeah. yeah, what is it? Okay, Hold on, I, I'm 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 doing the work right now. Testing, 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 testing. Yeah, my bad. Um, the joint that came out testing last year, I thought it was really good. I thought there was some really interesting tracks on that. And he's kind of continued with that formula while getting a little bit more compelling, interesting. Um, like he doesn't have Moby on this album, but he had Skrillex, you know? <laughs> so I really do like ASAP Rocky and I like what he stands for in the larger context of hip hop. But this album just doesn't really stick out for me. There's a few moments on it that um, that I think are pretty solid. Uh, one Train with all the, the posse cut. One Train mm -hmm. has some really good tracks. There's um, Dope Verses by Crit. Uh, fucking you talking Big about that Crit. song specifically? Yeah, yeah. Um, Crit kills Joey it. Even Ye Yellow, Yellow Wolf kills that shit Kendrick's too, man. Kendrick's on there. Uh, is Action Bronson on that shit too? He is on that. Yeah, so... So I think that that's a really good song, but when I go back to listen to this album, it's one of those albums where if it was 10 tracks, then I like 30% of them. I like three of the songs off of it, and three of those songs would really get replay value from I me. I feel like this album is one of the last like major label albums. You know what I mean? Like in the vein of like Biggie making Ready to Die and you know there's a girl track there's a posse mm, cut sure there's you know this kind of track we're talking about smoking weed on this right. track or whatever it's, a, it's like an like a album by committee and the committee is the label that's like let's make sure we got the lead single and the women and i won't say yeah. the album is made by a committee that's the label but it was probably made by a committee that was asap it, or in, intentionally i feel like it was very that. intentional like yo i have to have kendrick and Jake is Jake Cole on the album? 
I don't remember. I, I didn't go back and listen to this again. Well, I like, feel I've like listened to like... a few tracks, but I, I didn't have the time to go back because we just put this list together yeah. like three days ago. I feel like he was like, yo, this album has to represent right now. And I have to be the guy to get all these people on my album like this. Like my album has to be the ready yeah. to die or the whatever of this era. I, I feel like maybe that was one of his intentions when he made this. It was it was kind of critically acclaimed when it came out. I remember a lot of people really looking at it and saying this is good. Um, Yo, but man, I just don't I, really care uh, for it. I I dislike ASAP. Well, let me flip it. I like ASAP Rocky for all the reasons I dislike J Cole and vice versa. <laughs> Elaborate on that. So J Cole is a, a super dope rapper like lyricist he's nice he's like uh you know he's just a dope mc yeah. really get a little bored listening to sure. more than one track sure or you know a whole project asap rocky not the greatest lyricist don't really care uh about you know his flow or anything but the things he talks about and him outside of music is very interesting to me. There's a little bit of a comedic element to his music as well and kind of his content that I feel is endearing towards him as a personality type, whereas I don't really get that from J. Cole. Like yeah. I get with J. Cole I kinda get like, oh, this is like deep and thoughtful, but I already know that and I also don't give a <laughs> shit. Sometimes, you know, like, oh man, like I don't want to do laundry. Like I don't care, J. Cole. Uh you know, you know what I mean? But with with ASAP Rocky I feel like um, every one of his albums and, and including this one um, there's kind of an intention there's kind of like an artistic intention where he wants it to approach high art the same way that he appreciates fashion right. to that degree is high art and I can I can enjoy that and I can see why this album um, maybe sits on people as being uh, you know one of the better releases of that year or maybe of this era i can i think maybe some people will go back and say this is a really good song that uh, especially young people or not good song this is a really good album and young people might see this as kind of like you know one of their favorite albums throughout high school in the same way that younger cats look at j cole like that so where, where do you think this would go on the list because uh personally i am thinking it's got to be probably right around Absol, Little Ugly Man, and, and that J. Cole album. Somewhere around there. I don't think I put it that high. I think I put it... I would be fine below the roots, actually. It's below Bobby Sessions for me. I don't think that that's fair because it has a lot more cultural impact than even that Roots album. I think you're assigning more uh, value to the album than just Rocky in general. Well, I, I, I do think that it kind of sits as his piece of artwork and the album should be viewed as more than the qualities of it because it like i think people like this music but i i just don't see it and i think that maybe um that impact that it had uh, people liking it album reviews being good uh, my my opinion not liking it is maybe a bit skewed i think i think it's probably a good album to a lot of people i don't know i don't know i haven't heard a lot of people talk about this album to be honest with you 
Well, I haven't heard anybody mention Bobby Sessions. Anybody other than the dude that brought it up. Other but than it's, a, it's a good album, though. Yeah, but I mean, like, I also thought that that thing was a little bit, you know, I was very much on board with that being not that fun of a listen. I think I was quoted really? saying, well, well, remember I said it was like, it's like a young cat's political position. It was like the Sean King of rap. Like, yo, we're going to stand up to police brutality. And I, I mean, was like, I don't, yo, that's dope. But I mean, like, it's not really I don't put the whole compelling. album on, but I've got it in rotation still. Mm, I really can't see it being below Bobby Sessions because it has so much more cultural impact. And people like it, even I mean, though we don't. This is why I don't like the cultural impact argument. But the cultural impact is is or the kind art of argument. A, I'm strictly a replayability. <laughs> I mean, that's dope that you go off of that. If, but see, if I went off of that, if I went off of replay value and only the things I like, then the top of the list is going to have my favorite artists on it, and that's not really that that dope. See, I'm hesitant. To that's to... not that dope to me to do it that way. I'll say right now, it it shouldn't go above the other two choices that you made i agree so this is towards the bottom of the list yeah this is towards the bottom of the list for me so but i think yeah i'm not sure where it's gonna end up i think it's mm, if it's gonna go above bobby sessions it should also go above the roots and it has maybe more it, it has cole. it has more impact than that well maybe that j cole kind of started off j cole's career a lot of people started gravitating towards j cole with that album so there's something to be said about that but it has more cultural impact than little ugly Mane, even though we don't like the music as much that's way too high i'm fine with it being anywhere around absol little ugly Mane, or j cole i don't like i feel like this roots album is getting a lot of shit from me but that's just what it is i love that roots album I like that Roots album more than the other albums on this list. In, in so would you ways. say above J. Cole or under J. Cole? I would say above J. Cole. I'm good on that. All right. So you heard it here first, y'all. Uh, well, the only place you'll hear it <laughs> is right here, motherfucking shit. Uh, is going above J. Cole's Friday Night Lights mixtape. ASAP, Rocky, Long Live ASAP. No. I don't really care for that album. Yeah. Have LSD on it that time? No, LSD is on the uh, the other album with the with the, the cool cover. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good. I mean, like I like his subsequent albums more than I like this album. Mm. So, word. What number is that? Uh, my list is kind of fucked up. Okay. So. Number eleven. Okay. Eleven on the list. All right. You already got your ship pl- plotted out with spaces for other albums that we ain't yet. Damn, this shit is crazy. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I've been moving this shit. Okay, sometimes. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Most of the time, I'm waiting. I, like, I have an idea about where it might place in compared to other albums, but, like, I'm waiting to hear to see if you can sway me on the value well, of something example, much more than... Like, I've got this, but we haven't talked about it yet. Oh, okay. Okay. Word. All right. Let's, let's, uh, let's see. What's next? Uh, I guess I'll use one of my picks to do, uh, let's do Forte Bowie, Vice House 2. Forte Bowie is a rapper slash singer, uh, from Atlanta, um, who most people probably have no idea about. 
Uh, I came to know him, I think, off of a track I was playing for us earlier, Trinidad James. Mm -hmm. He dropped his first tape after All Gold, everything blew up. And Forte Bowie's on the, I think it's the last track with him. And I think that's where the name, where I was first like, oh, Forte Bowie, another Mm -hmm. rapper from Atlanta. Better than Trinidad James, obviously. Yeah, I didn't like that Trinidad Trinidad James. It's not a good he. Well, whatever. It's not my I'll type. Of, everything it's not is my great. Type. It's not my type of jam. Great. Uh, you also shared Forte Bowie as a weather report early in the podcast within the first ten I episodes. I believe sure. that track is on this album. Okay. Yeah, one of those tracks, or I can't remember which one. Was I it shared. Birth, birthday? Yeah, that's on this album. Okay. So yeah. Birth. That's with an like F. You said it. Burf. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta emphasize that. Appropriate enunciation. Yeah. You know what I mean? When, when that uh, Trinidad James came out, I think I was following a bunch of Atlanta blogs or Atlanta music blogs because I was in the city at the time, and you know I saw Forte Boy had an album or something, or you know he was dropping singles. You know this is like heavy in the blog era, so he was dropping music videos and shit. So I was like, oh, let me peep these singles in quotation marks. And I was like, oh, this shit is dope. You know, he can flow. He's like a a little bit on the Drake tip. Yeah. You know, he's like mixing some melodies and things in. Uh, These days, I think he's mostly songwriting. If you go to his Instagram, there's hella pictures of him of like, oh, I just went gold or, you know, Mm. that type of shit. Right. He's writing for like her or some shit that we just don't know about. Uh, There's this guy called Jax. That I think he's affiliated with. Well, oh, are you talking about the brother? With? You talking about the brother with the metal arms <laughs> from Mortal Kombat? Hell, he got bars too, man. I heard he was smashing Sonya too. Shout out to him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I don't know Jax for real. Or is it is either. that a motherfucker from the video game? Uh, Jack no, and Daxter. Maybe, maybe it's Jax. Okay. Maybe he lives oh, in a uh, Chateau Lagoon. <laughs> he might. He, with a name like Jax. But no, I think yeah, he's writing for like, uh, you know, maybe not Ty Dolla Sign level, but, okay. you know, maybe uh, somebody a little under that, like uh, uh, Jeremiah or something. Okay. Shit. Yeah. yeah. I think I think he's talented, man. What, what do you think about this album? Yo, it was difficult for me to choose an album. I know I wanted to pick Forte Boy because when I was making this list or thinking of albums for this list I used my last FM which uh, tells me what I've been listening to the most okay. and Forte Boy is like very high in the artist okay. but and I think I sent you earlier I said Vice House like the first one mm. and then when I was looking at the track list I was like oh no not this album Okay, because although it's not bad it's not really great And this album also, I wouldn't say is great, but it's maybe his most cohesive, not even cohesive. It's his... There's a through line in a lot of the themes that happen here. It seems cohesive. I I think I would use cohesive to describe it. Well, I think what I want to say is it's his best sounding project as far as the beats. And there aren't a lot of whack raps as on maybe some of the earlier projects. But as I listened to it again, I was like, oh, there's a lot more singing on here than I remember. Yo, like, um, you you really kind of threw me for a loop with your choices this time because there were all three albums that I hadn't listened to before. So my my kind of, uh, uh, my opinion of the albums is more, it, it's kind of fresher than that ASAP album because I, I did listen to them recently, just yesterday and today. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, 
it's not really my type of music. Yeah. It's not really my type of music at all, even in the hip-hop vein. This is kind of, like, it reminds me... This is some music that my nephew Rock would listen to. This reminds me of, like, music for, like, real cats. You know what I mean? Real cats who are too busy to go to the club anymore but have feelings about, like, women and shit. Bet. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they they like their parents played... Uh, H-Town in the house when they were growing up. You know what I mean? Their parents was on that that type of vibe. And and I, I can see that kind of through line in his music. But a lot of... Um, I think there's like a three-track run. Um, maybe like starting with... End? No, in towards the middle of the album. Like around birthday, where they're kind of like break up or rebound from the girlfriend type of songs. Mm. And like birthday, I actually really like. I think that's a fucking phenomenal like rebound track. I like it. But those stretches of the album were a little bit difficult for me to get through because I just tend not to like songs like that. Even when it comes to an artist like Slug from Atmosphere, when he gets really on his dating or like girl vibe, I'm just not into it. So well, this was a difficult album for me to get through. Boy is definitely, I mean, you know, he's got that R&B tinge heavy and definitely uh, into feeling a certain kind of way about women. And not necessarily the most mature or well thought out sure, opinions yeah. expressed. Yeah. He's like, yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna be vindictive to get back <laughs> at you. You know what I mean? I, I also kind of felt like this album was very um pop centric in a lot of ways. Yeah. I feel like he used a lot of like popular tropes, like the auto tune ad libs on a lot of these songs. I was like, yo, that should sound that like you could put that ad lib right on like Amigos track. Did I did I catch you before you listened to um, the uh, Vice House, the original? Yes, you did catch me before I listened to that joint. Because, yo, there are some... Like, Forte Bowie is definitely a pop kind of dude. It is a pop centric I mean? joint, yeah. Like, he's worked with some other guys that I know who are like, you know, they make electronic dance music, and he's singing on their track, but I yeah. think he sings on their acoustic track. Oh. Like, he's like... That really kind of okay vibe. hey you know uh, he's mean? he's talented man the the raps are well constructed he manages to uh come up with a concept and then complete the song following that concept it's not he's just a like great a line songwriter. yeah he's great he's, a great he, he's really good at what he does it's just it like a, you know um I think of all the albums that we've rated so far on the list, this is perhaps the album in which I'm least likely to listen to again. Mm. Uh, just because of its uh, sense, like the sensibility for this music is not something that I'm really too much in tune with. Like, I, I, I'm not planning on, like, I'm not planning on like breaking up with my wife or some shit, <laughs> but if I did, this would be probably great. And I'm I'm always gonna rock with the Southern brother that says Ace Boon Coon. My, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you say Ace Boon Coon, I'm pretty much right there with you. He will be my folks. I think my nephew K Rock would really rock with this album. Uh, shout out to him. And I think it's a pretty good album. I was going to go ahead and acquiesce to to hear where you wanted to place this before I really said where it should go because i will i wouldn't put this below jaden smith's album because i think that uh i just think that he's a lot more talented when it comes to making music and i like his music a lot more but i would place this around the bottom of the list honestly around the, the roots and bobby session jaden smith area the the options we have are is it 
better than um actually the the question is is it better than long live asap since that's where it, it fell personally i i would definitely listen to long live asap before this I will never listen to the long face. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> you don't even like one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, um, uh, again, like, all right. So you approach this generally from like which you, which music you like more. For me, like cultural impact is definitely one of the things that I feel weighs heavy on my decision making for this. And I, I just feel don't like think... that's a disadvantage to so many people we listen to, though. Who don't but, get acknowledged. But I do think that when there's a really solid album, like a really masterful piece of artwork from an independent artist, that'll be towards the top of the list. I believe the art will shine through. This is definitely not uh I mean look, Little Ugly artwork. Little Ugly Main is an independent artist who we put above J. Cole and ASAP Rocky. I think that's a pretty good uh a pretty good approach for it. Like that is a good, interesting album that is uh, individualistic it is counter to popular tropes and i think because of that it stands very high on the list of you know what we think is really good but to be um what's the word to be uh helpful or i can't think of the right word because of you know cultural impact and also me knowing that this album isn't super great, even though I appreciate it a lot. I would say it can go under Long Live ASAP, but above Friday Night Lights. You like this album better than that J. Cole joint, man? Way better. That J. Cole joint has got some joints on it, though. It's also got some anti-joints. Some it, not it, good it, songs it definitely on does. It. But some of the songs on this album are anti-joints to me, too. I just don't think that they're that good. There are a couple. There like, a couple. like, I really dislike the trendy... The trendy auto-tune ad-libs on a lot of these songs. I think that it's well, just kind of like the lowest bar of this creativity. This came out in 2016. Hey, man, you should be past that shit. Like, culture hadn't dropped yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that was kind of like... you meant literally culture. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. No, Migos culture, like, I just, like, I... I, I I think that there's a lot of musical tropes on this that are not that interesting or compelling. I think the highs on this are higher than... J. Cole and even ASAP Rocky. Let let me let me see where I where I um how many thumbs up did I put on this? Because usually I rate albums by thumbs up, right? If I put a thumb up on it on my listening device, then that means that I generally like the track. I got two. Which tracks? Birthday uh, and O T W. I like what? that song O T W. That's my favorite With the song. Sonic sample? Yeah, that's this, my favorite this song. This also might album. be a bit of an Atlanta thing. Cause songs like uh, 404 Boys, sure, uh, I, the thing. Yeah. Well, see, that's a, that's another thing. Like, I a lot of this is just music I don't rock with in general. So I'm gonna go back to that fourth, four element kind of centric J Cole album. Then I go back to this because I'm just never on this vibe. Okay. Let me let me look at the list again. You say it should be above J Cole Friday Night Lights. Under ASAP, long right. live ASAP. Oh, okay, I'll just just to move on. I'll I'll uh, agree with it being there, but that's definitely going to change the dynamic of the bottom of the list for me later on. 
It's going to push all of well, those albums down. I don't know what other me. albums. Because I'm, I'm surprised you picked the three albums you picked. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, you kind of hit me with the with the curveball on this. I appreciate it next time if you pick albums <laughs> that I'm familiar with before we record in four days. Yeah, so let's put it there. Let's put it. Let's put it below the ASAP Rocky joint. Bet. All right. What's the name of this joint? Forte Bowie, Vice House H A U S Two. Vice House. Good. All right. Let me go to my next joint here. So. My next joint is Ghostface Killer and Adrian Young, 12 Reasons to Die, which was a concept album between the two highly talented artists. Shout out to Adrian Young being on the podcast. Um, word up. Check out that episode with Ali Shaheed Mohammed of A Tribe Called Quest. I got quiet there to let them, yeah, you know, think about that. Just let that sink in. You know, we just <laughs> chilling with Adrian Young and uh, Ali Shai Muhammad. But yo, this was a uh, a full concept album uh, from Ghostface rapping and and Adrian Young on the production, where Ghostface portrays a drug don, a drug kingpin, who goes through all the kind of typical things that a drug kingpin would go through with that mafioso lifestyle, people turning on him, uh, his his women like tricking him and shit and taking his money and- But wait, there's more. Yeah, yeah, he definitely definitely, uh, manages to maintain the concept all the way through and the comic book. Wait, 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 you didn't- you didn't say the the kicker. Oh, what is the kicker? The concept. He's murdered, and his body is burnt into twelve vinyl records. And whenever those vinyl records are played, he comes back and exacts revenge. Yeah. So this is basically a horror. A true story. story. A true story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This was the death of Tony Starks, and then kind oh, is of, that what it is? Yeah, it's the death of Tony Starks, oh. and then like the actual rise of the Ghostface ghost killer. killer. Oh, I yeah, didn't pick up yeah. on that. And they, there was like a comic book about the shit too that mm. came out. I don't know who drew it. I didn't actually read that comic book. Mm. I was too busy with like Invincible or some fucking Savage Dragon or some shit. But uh, it's it's uh, for me it's a it's a pretty likable album. I think the beats are really solid. Um, you know the compositional vibe that Adrian Young's able to kind of create is really interesting. It's more than just boom bap type of beats. There's musical I think the, movements. Uh, and, who is it? The Delphonics or yeah, the other ones? Uh, I don't know. I didn't look at the the kind of production notes, but it's it's really good and and the production I feel is a little bit higher than just your traditional boom bap shit. Although, did you listen to the uh, second one, the brown the brown tape, the Apollo Brown beats? I don't one? think I did. I I kind of like some of the songs more on the Apollo Brown joint, but this is this is really good Ghostface, and this is probably the best Ghostface that's come out since Fish Scale. Mm, you know what I mean? Perhaps. Uh, yeah, perhaps. You know, I, 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 I didn't. I, I'm sorry to interrupt you guys. I, I haven't even good. heard the new, the new drop. To be honest with you. You're you're talking about hearing ghost the new the ghost tapes. Is yeah. that what you're talking about? Oh uh, yeah. Go- any new ghost? Fix. Okay. Well, oh. there's a there's a there's ghost tapes that is like B side joints that came out and a couple new joints on there. And there's also um ghost czar. With oh, yeah, Czar yeah, Face yeah. and Ghostface, which is Inspector Deck and um, Esoteric and L7's crew. But, you know, uh, I got to admit, man, Ghostface, 
20 years ago, Ghostface was firmly like in the top of my MC list. When Supreme Clientele came out, I feel like that is a high water mark for hip hop. And I love that album uh, head to toe, except for that skit. Like, who would you fuck? That kind of really ruins the album for me in a, um, <laughs> in a little bit of a way. That skit, who would you fuck? Would you fuck Foxy or Lil' Kim? It's like, yeah, you got a little bit too toxic there for me, Ghost, but a word. But but this this is kind of, this is an okay album for me when it comes to Ghostface lyrics. And to quote, I want to say like Billy Woods or uh, a, a, another rapper, man, it seems like Ghostface for the last at least 10 years has been making kind of Ghostface type raps. He never really taps into like the magic of his style that he used to have. When I hear him on a feature, it's like there's Ghostface rapping. Uh, it's never anything too spectacular for me. It's never really anything that I feel like he really kills. Like, you'll still get a dope Method Man verse. You'll still get a dope Red Man verse. But I'm never walking away from Ghost verses feeling really happy with them. Mm. And so for me, this album, while being able to, like, maintain the concept and sounding pretty good for Ghostface, I didn't love this album, man. I, I didn't really like this album that much. Hip-hop concept albums are so hard to enjoy because a concept track sure three or four songs you're pushing it yeah Yeah. you you know like like even even prince paul a prince amongst thieves i love the album which is incredible yeah there are a couple tracks on there where i'm like yo if this was a movie they would have cut this scene sure you know what i mean yeah and this Ghostface album, as dope you're talking as about Ghostface the scene is, where like Everlast is in jail with Sadat <laughs> just cut that from Prince Paul's joint. You know what I mean? I mean, there or are the a couple love of tracks yeah, on there. I love that. I didn't know you rock with that album, man. I love that album. Yeah, I yeah, fuck word, with it. Word. But yeah, it's like, you know, there are too many tracks on this album. Are there twelve tracks on here? Ten or twelve? It's it's not that many. It's not that many. But in it's fact, like, yeah, the the music is dope. But the raps, it's like, oh, he said this already. Yeah. 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 They're trying to kill me because I'm the Don, and you know what I mean? It's <laughs> tough out here for a Don. Yeah, when you're trying to make money to the brick of Don. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just, I don't know, man. Um, concept albums can go, you know, two ways. They can, they can be something that is conceptual, like To Pimp a Butterfly or My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, which I feel like are conceptual albums that have a through line pretty much all the way through them, or at least an aesthetic. And then there's the Prince Paul, there's the Deltrons, there's the Dr. Octagons, where sometimes the theme of it wears on you a little bit. Yeah. With this album, I'm kind of in a mixed place because I feel like they could have used more tracks to really flesh out the story some, but then I feel like the some of the tracks on this are a little bit redundant, so I could have done without them. So this album, I kind of want to sit in a place that is both like shorter and longer, uh, better and worse. That's you know good, what I mean? Like that's a good. That's, that's yeah, good it's like it's a, it's longer, a little bit of a failing on Ghostface's part. I I I don't put any of the impetus on on Adrian Adrian because I think that his compositions are great. I feel like with a uh, I don't want to say better MC with a different MC this really could have been a, a, a little more, more compelling, focused on a compelling concept. story yeah. yeah but who do you get i mean he did an album with a similar album with hieroglyphics crew after this and i kind of feel the same the way three about that seasons or seven what's that one called don't ask me the name of it right now because i'm i'm just not able to pull it but... he did that one with uh az and uh maybe you god or master mm. killer yeah. it's a similar similar concept about time and like you know 
getting out of prison. Right, blah, right. Blah, blah, blah. I, I, I vaguely remember he's that. I didn't listen to that one. He, kind of these joints. He, he's an artist. You know, he wants to put together some. He doesn't want to just make a boom bap beat. You're not going to get a beat from Adrian Young for your you know 12 track record about whatever i don't think he he's a, he's a he he's trying to make high art you know and i think he succeeds in a lot of ways like his work with the luke cage show is just you know in, in the midnight hour is stunning you know that is that is just masterful compositions but this album i don't know man where where do you place this because i don't love it i, I don't love it. have it See, this it's is, good though. See, this is it's good though. This is where it's gonna get weird because I said it should go above ASAP Rock, so I have it above ASAP Rocky. And I do too. Have we talked about this album yet? No. Shit. Uh, I have it. Uh, I have it under uh, Mr. Thug Isolation. So hmm. in between Mr. Thug Isolation and ASAP Rocky. Um, I'm kind of fine with that. I think this album is really good. I just don't like it. <laughs> I just don't like what? it. No, you can recognize the like art, the value of something, okay. and not like it, man. Like when I see, I just do not yeah, straight up don't like it. Some of those Sorry. outfits that Andre Three Thousand be wearing, that it shit looks is tight. Good on you. But I just don't like, you know, like okay. I couldn't oh, pull yeah. it off, man. Yeah. I'm not out here looking like Peter Pan. Like, it's just not for me, yeah. you know? But, yeah, I'm fine with that under Mr. Thug Isolation. Above ASAP, ASAP Rocky. What, what, is, what, is, what is the name? Okay, 12 Reasons. Okay. What you got? Next, uh, let's do this um, Laws 457, which I know nobody knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. You know Laws? Well, I was oh, Laws is a rapper who kind of fell off the face of the earth. Although I did see he did was a a feature on somebody's track recently, which is exciting for me because he's a great rapper. Yeah, he can definitely flow. Uh, I think he's like Brazilian ethnically. He is. He is yeah. Um, but he was working with uh, the Justice League, mm -hmm. who are in, incredible. Uh, team of producers oh, super talented which is probably how I discovered him and he came out with this project in 2010 called 457 I think the name is related to like clocking out of work or something like that and I get it it's like one of the last mixtapes of the era it's like that line where mixtapes were also just becoming to start to be like projects or albums on their own i would say this is like half a mixtape half of like a project and i get that vibe he 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 rocks a kind of different uh production value or beat choice than you would expect from especially a lyricist of his caliber he's into like a lot of poppy electronic music which at the time when I heard this album, I was also super on, which probably appealed to me a lot. He uh, rhymes over Calvin Harris a couple times. Uh, I, I want to say he samples Bootsy Collins for a joint. Yeah, there's a few. There's a few man. Like yeah. the production on this is great. He's got like Ill Mind. He's got I mean, Ninth it's Wonder. The Justice League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of cats on here that, that are cool. Yeah, I mean the album sounds great. Uh, I don't like it. 
You, I did not like. You this don't like album it at all. At all. Hmm. There was maybe one song that I thought was good. I just, I don't know what it is about this cat. It just was really wearing on me to listen to it. And and because this was such a quick turnaround, I didn't have a lot of time to listen to it. You know yeah. what I mean? I put it on. Who knows? Maybe I was having some type of day yeah, or something. But man, I did not like this album for kind of the same reasons that I don't like Logic. Like I, I recognize he's good. But I just don't I will say, like the shit. The the songs that are good are good, but after about like the first three fourths of the album, and the album's a little long. After about three fourths, you're like, "Yo, there's a lot of raps." I, I you know, <laughs> it's it a was, lot of raps. And, and I also kind of felt, and I know that this is like a fundamental part of being an MC, considering yourself to be really good, and everybody else is kind of lesser than you. True. But I didn't really care for his approach to that. He even has this line where he says that, like, people are comparing him to Eminem. And I was like, who? Who? <laughs> I don't see the similarities at all. He is nowhere near uh, possessing the kind of lyrical dexterity that an Eminem has. At no point on the album did I even catch a glimpse of that. Mm. He might, he approaches the, you know, J. Cole, Logic, this camp of, like, contemporary lyricists who are good at writing raps. And there was a few songs on here where he's able to take a uh, concept and follow it through. He's good at writing raps. But outside of that, I just didn't really see anything that was compelling about the guy. There's a few mentions of his personal life and how he's Brazilian. And he grew up around people that may have thought he was Puerto Rican and some Puerto Ricans and shit like that. But I just really didn't care for the kid. And I think I was starting to resent him for saying he was so dope. It's like, calm down, B. I don't know you like that. Like, you know, like... I just didn't I just didn't man I walked away like this was a difficult listen for me mm. kind of like this ASAP Rocky joint for you going back to that I feel your pain <laughs> I really do I just didn't like this kid um and I think I'm a little bit like when it comes to logic I might like one song like you know Black Spider-Man maybe it's because I'm fucking with Black Spider-Man I'm fucking with Miles Morales right but I just don't like Logic most of the time. This guy really struck me in the same way, and I should like him. He has all the kind of uh, demarcations of a contemporary hip-hop artist. He alludes to being hip-hop, keeping it hip-hop, making four-element hip-hop. He, he is diverse and expressive, and there's a level of like lyrical ability that I think is recognizable as quality but man i didn't like this shit late <laughs> how do you like this album a lot not, not a, lot. a lot okay no. <laughs> yeah, <not laughs> a lot. i was feeling like man i'm gonna hurt late soon i don't want to be mean about this shit but i just couldn't get with it <clears throat> so uh saying all that i think i've talked about the album as much as i want to okay i had it the crit feature is dope i like crit on this album he's got a big crit. crit's not on the original album. He's on the deluxe version that I sent you. That you gave me. Okay. Yeah. Well, see, damn, that's even a. That's a. Are we doing the <laughs> deluxe version? Yeah, that's a detriment. That's one of my joints. Yo. Word. Oh, okay. Uh, I originally had this under. I'm uh, glad he disappeared. <laughs> I gotta say, shit. I'm glad he's gone. Get out. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I like Forte Bowie's project way more than this. I like Forte Bowie's project more than this too. So, but man, yeah, well, yeah. So, saying that, it has to go, but now looking at the list, how we have it, 
I like this album definitely less than Bobby Sessions. I think it's a better work of art than Jaden Smith because I think Jaden Smith is a nothing burger. But I think Bobby Sessions joint is better than this. And I do I do like this. Well, I yeah. Actually, you might be right. I, I don't think that this is as dope as Bobby Sessions. Bobby Sessions is a young, really dope rapper with some good concepts and killer mic. Not on the deluxe version. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Actually, man. I'm good with that. Below Bobby Sessions. Looking at it, it feels it feels right. All right, that's yeah. I I, I you know, laws. If, if you ever hear this man, I'm sorry. Like I think you're really good at what you do. I just don't like it, man. And and who am I? I'm just uh, one of the co-hosts of the greatest number one hip hop podcast <laughs> in Tokyo. So I mean, you know what I mean? Eh, there's levels to this shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna get me beat up and shit at the Brazilian. At the Brazilian, I'll get the Brazilian uh, fucking uh, day parade and shit, and then a bunch of Brazilians just beat my ass and shit. We heard about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just getting yeah. choked out. Brazilian jiu-jitsu. That's a loss. Oh shit. Yee. All right, we're, all right. So, uh, we got one album each. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should I go? Yeah. All right. So um, I didn't take a lot of notes on this album because I kind of just remember it fondly because I do like this album and um, I, I really think uh, it's one of his better pieces of work or at least where he was emerging. This album is Doris by Earl Sweatshirt, mm -hmm. which is the album that dropped after he was let out of that Samoan boys school <laughs> that his mom sent him to. And um, I really, uh, you know, it's... The the early Odd Future shit and the shit that came after Earl's album. What was Earl's album called? Just Earl. The first one with like Stapleton on it. I don't think I listened to that. That one is like really good, but it's much darker. It's much more immature. It's jam-packed full of kind of the shock value things that Odd Future became known for. Lots of F-bombs, lots of drug the, usage, lots of... That's the video where they mix all the drugs in yeah, the blender yeah. and act crazy. Right, right. And which is where I first heard about him and i did yeah. dig it you I, know i don't even know when i was turned on to those guys uh it was a tyler creator joint and that's i remember exactly yeah. just like pushing the car. mine was that well, video was, like hella slow i was like why does this kid have such a deep voice yeah i read a child is this? i read an article yeah. about them where somebody drew was. like cartoony the whole click and i was like oh f w g yeah. what what is yeah. this and then i saw them live on jimmy fallon or tyler oh, and haji Oh, all right. Before the Tonight Yellow. Show, oh, okay. when it was when he still had you know the other one, mm. and I was like sandwiches, mm. and I was like still on um, musical forms at the time, and uh, uh, right around the time that that video first dropped of them making the little um, drug concoction and being savage little uh, cats from Los Angeles, that's when I got onto them. And I really appreciated kind of the punk rock value in, in their approach, you know? It was skater really kids. against the grain, skater yeah. kids, like whatever. I knew kids like that. I knew I knew kids that were down to be idiots and skateboard and were black and shit. So I, I digged mm -hmm. it. And when and he was my favorite of all the cats. I thought he had like the most- Earl? Yeah. yeah, and he still is. He still is my favorite of all the cats, even, you know, Vince Staples or whatever. But uh, I thought this album, when it dropped, it showed, you know, uh, different level of maturity he was kind of personal on it and i was happy to see him come out of the other side because it was looking it was looking dark for all those cats they very well all of easily could have stumbled down the wrong path and, and never had uh successful careers after but all of those that super talented pool of kids man most of those dudes came out incredible mm. uh you know what i mean frank ocean vince staples tyler 
and Earl. Dom. Yeah, but, you know, uh, those main four, they have received a lot of acclaim. And of them, Earl is the one that decided is to go underground. Vince Staples, Odd Future? Yeah, he was. I didn't he know was. That. That was. I don't think he is game. officially. I thought he was down with them since the very beginning. He's been I on a lot of shit. I think he's on the same level as, like, uh, Casey Veggies. Okay, sure. Well, see, I associate Casey Veggies with them, They're too. They're associates. I didn't know. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, sure. I, I, I didn't know that. But For our guy, Ace Hashimoto, who also Bet. fucks with Devin Morrison. Right. I think maybe maybe they were in the crew, but then they weren't a part of the main okay. crew. Okay, I, I, I'm not sure I'm not sure where they stand uh completely but they're like Capadonna. yeah yeah you know what i mean they're like <laughs> Capadonna. like they're in it but there are they really we'll wait till the book comes out but you know all of those cats went in in one direction and earl went this direction and this is kind of where he stayed he never tried to make anything more pop centric he didn't really push to have his shit come out on major labels or to get play like that you know he's open for fucking solange because she appreciates his music but he really has kept it fucking hip-hop very much so and this album i really like i think that there's a lot of good songs on this i i might say that this is his his greatest piece of work um despite me liking it's better than i don't i like i don't like shit i don't, I don't go, go outside, outside. Which isn't a bad album. Yeah. I, I just think, like this better. Yeah. E- even some rap songs that just came out, I really like his approach on this a little bit more. There's a few songs, the uh, the joint with Frank Ocean, the joint with um, Vince Staples. Yes. Why you always said uh, uh, Burgundy? I think yeah, it's yeah, called. Yeah. I think Chum is on this. It's just a pretty good album to me. And Yo, I, th- I think it's really Hive good. is on this. Yeah. And this is when I was like, oh, he really is like a dope lyricist. You know, like. Um, he was good before, but this was kind of like, oh, man, you're clear-headed in this approach and stronger. Uh, your songwriting has gotten better. So, yeah, it's dope. Uh, I, I, um, of all the albums that we're reviewing today, this is my favorite of them. And I just I just like the shit, man. I think it's the best of your picks. Yes, I agree. Word. Where is it? I think it's right around Absol above or below that's an interesting thing i i do like this album better than the absol joint but the cultural impact of of absol i don't know i think the absol album is really good but i do like i do like this album better than it i would be fine with it being above drake or below absol if it's going to be above absol i want to put it above that drake album if it's going to be below then it'd be right below absol I think above Mr. Thug Isolation is good. Okay, let's put it there. Earl Sweater. <laughs> what did Eminem call him? Earl I, Hoodie or something I going on there? I don't know. Dude, they got beef. Did, did, was Eminem getting at those little boys? Oh, did you not hear about that? Oh, he did. I remember that. Yeah, actually, man. Eminem, go that. sit down, family. I mean, he had a reason to be upset. Sure. Eminem always has a reason to be. If someone's like, yo, if you still listen to Eminem, you must drink a lot of Mountain Dew. That's a diss. That's a diss, man. But it's also kind of a fact. (laughs) It's also kind of right there as a fact, you know? So I don't know. Yo, not that there's anything wrong with Mountain Dew. Drink and get extreme. (laughs) Wody? Wody? Yeah, man, I don't fucking know. All right. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, Yeah, let's do this last joint. 
This Doppelganger's album is my favorite of the ones that you listened to. I had a feeling. Yeah. I had a feeling. Yo, I thought that you would fuck with this album. Out of all my picks, I thought you would fuck with this album. I do fuck with this album. I, I think, and I, I've written some, some, some things here, right? Okay. I, I think this is a great example. Have you, well, before we start, because this might apply to a lot of people, had you ever heard of the Doppelgangers besides when I brought them up? No. You you put me onto them. Uh, I want to say a couple months back, you were playing something. I was like, "What is this?" You're like doppelgangers, and I was like, "Oh, that's dope." And for some reason, I was thinking they were somehow aligned with the Snow Goons, that German rap crew, but they're not, not at all, not at all. Um, but yeah, I thought I think this album is really good. I think it's a great example of like a no frill, straight to the point exercise in the classic boom bap formula. And within that formula, their sample choices, the lyrical acumen, and just the ability to keep songs kind of interesting without adhering to more contemporary um, formulas. I think that's pretty noteworthy. And if you told me this album was like 20 or 25 years old, I'd probably believe that upon right. first inspection until I heard them rap about Netflix or some shit. I don't, I don't know. Um, that said, uh, there wasn't much that stood out to me in terms of like the songwriting. And not to say that it wasn't dope, I actually really like a lot of hip-hop shit that's right on that path. And um, I like that they don't really fall into the trappings of being like lyricists that talk about being dope without just showing that they're dope. They're not like, yo, I'm lyrically lyrical. Yeah. Here's me telling you I'm lyrically lyrical, but I'm not really being lyrical the rest of the time. You know, and that like, and that's fine. It's fine. It also doesn't have like that, that kind of like low bar conventional boom bap where it's like yo we're making hip-hop and the content is about how we're making hip-hop and this is real hip-hop they don't they just kind of rap and have actually, ideas and shit and i don't think they're like this in real life they rap about griminess but not in the sense of like griselda like right. oh i got shot and now my mouth is over here they're like yo i picked up a, a dumpster diving bitch and we had sex in her trailer it it, type grimy. Yeah, it doesn't get like as grimy as like a nonfiction or like a necro, but I kind of pick up that kind of vibe. I I I think that it's a really solid project with not too much subject sub substance, but it does click all the boxes that I would like in my conventional boom bap. I, I would will, definitely play it again. I will say, uh, I heard their first album, uh, 2012, which came Is that out the name maybe of it? in 2012. Oh, okay. There's a there's oh, it could subtitle. be. It could be. It could be like a mind calendar thing too, like oh, 2012. You know maybe, what I mean? Like, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe. Okay, I, okay. I was thinking about that. Right. But yeah, like, uh, and I was like, oh, this is <clears throat> interesting. The beats are great. I think mm. they produce all their beats. I was gonna themselves. ask who that was because it's because uh, a lot of the times a, it's kind of a dark though. I mean, these dudes are hard to describe, man. It's like a black guy and I think a white guy, and they're from Upper New York. I don't okay. think they're from the city, like Rochester or some shit. Maybe. And, like, they wear these cloaks, and their persona is... Have you not seen the picture? I've seen the cover of this album, but they're in cloaks like fucking mages. Oh, man. Like, like Dungeon and Dragon mages. Yo, that's the whole vibe. Like, Really? I think, is there a song on here with cloak in the title? Because that's, like, their whole shit. Oh, shit. Okay, cool, man. Like, oh, I'm typing in cloak to find the shit. Hold on. Oh, uh, I don't think this one has any songs called Cloak in it. But yeah, no. Okay, so they rock cloaks. And they got like a sword and shit? Well, it's hard to see. What is... Okay, yeah. Well, I didn't know that. I didn't I didn't, I didn't. didn't even get that out yeah, of their music. Yeah, it's like really. weird kind of false cult 
kind of shit. Okay. But only in the sense of their cult is like being grimy. Okay. And uh, they've produced an album almost every year since 2012. Okay. Maybe two a year. And a lot of the time, it's an instrumental album with maybe one rap. They had some it. good instrumental joints on this album too. Like the I like, beats I like are it. Great. Man. What is the one? Uh, the gods, the, the gods, yeah, the, yeah. The, the gods. Yeah, I like that shit. That's pretty good, man. I I, I did I did like this album. Um, again, it, it is really just kind of conventional boom bap hip hop for me. Uh, nothing really to write home about the lyrics either. Sometimes I think they're just rapping to. I don't to, know, man. I think they're just rapping to rap a lot of times. Like, I think that white guy can rap his ass off. He does, but you know, like a lot of times I feel like they're filler sentences, like knocking boots in cahoots or I, I wrote down a line here what's the dichotomy of deuteronomy when you poly with the probability of playing fate and it sounds like a deep bar but it's not deep at all you can probably replace deuteronomy with any other onomy and it will still kind of make as much sense substance just, wise yeah yeah it's not, I just, it's not yeah. super heavy but but yeah that's kind of what i get from it it's like they're good at putting words together but like a lot of times i wasn't catching like that it conveyed any deeper meanings and they it seems like they suggested that it was supposed to be deeper but i didn't get that from i don't even get the suggestion well yeah i mean this line what's the dichotomy of deuteronomy when you poly with the probability of playing fate it sounds it's a nothing burger it's like yeah it sounds like oh shit deuteronomy that's the bible probability that's mathematics dichotomy hmm (laughs) poly is a word that we use to discuss the ciphers you know what i mean it's like now we're going to talk about fate. I just was like, what is this? Like, I don't yeah. get it. You know? and what's the dichotomy of biology when you poly with the probability of fate? What's the dichotomy of physiology? Like, it could be anything. Anomy. Yeah. And, and it's just like, I was just like, oh, yeah. Just... So, but, so. but I do like this album. If I had to give it like a 10 out of uh, like a, a 10, uh, a 10 rating, I would give it a definitely a strong six, light seven in terms of what I like about it. Like there was a bunch of tracks on here that I wouldn't want to play at like the like the hip hop function, but I would play at like the hip hop dinner party. You know what I mean? In the okay. background, it's got that vibe. The beats are solid, the lyrics are solid. It's just good boom bap rap music, no frills. This is gonna be interesting. I don't rank it all that high. If you're trying to put this at the top of the list, I think that's wild. I had it above my other picks, but under Doris. Okay, I mean, mm, come on, man. This is not doper than that little ugly main shit. That's why I'm like, this is going to be interesting. Because I didn't expect Doris to get that high. I, I mean, I don't even really like it as much as I like 12 Reasons to Die. But I mean, like, definitely, I, like it I, more than I, I would not put this above Mr. Thug Isolation. I think that that is. No, I'm a little so bit. Either. Yeah, I, I I would think you're doing yourself a disservice if you did that. That shit well, I was, was tight. I was saying like relatively. Okay, that's okay, where I had okay. it. Okay. Yeah. But Doris being where it ended up, yeah. I think maybe above under above Twelve Reasons to Die under Mr. Thug Isolation. I would be fine if it was uh, below Twelve Reasons to Die, but definitely has to be below Mr. Thug Isolation. So if it fits right in the middle there, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, let's see. Let's put it there. Doppelgangers. I didn't know these motherfuckers was walking around in cloaks and shit. That's pretty wild, man. <laughs> you really taking it to the next level when you got to wear a fucking cloak. <laughs> like, yo, man. What's the name of this joint? Lone Sharks. Lone Sharks. 
L O N E. Yeah, got it. Shit. Oh, I get it. Hey, there mm. we go. Deep. Deep. <laughs> Deep. What's the Deuteronomy of? <laughs> What's the Deuteronomy of astronomy when you poly with the economy? Nah, I mean. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, cool, man. The list is fucking getting long as hell. I'm really excited to get somebody back in here to uh, fucking argue with us. Uh, yeah, if on y'all got opinions. Yeah, um, send, them, uh, send them to us, man. Get, I saw get mad. Brooklyn Terry uh, try to submit an album digitally. I was like, come in the studio. Word, that would be dope. Yeah. He did mention the album that's obviously going to be on the list, though. Okay. Yeah, I actually just got a message from Brooklyn Terry. Shout out to the God. Shout out all to right. the God. Yeah. Well, Yo, what, um, what is it? What is uh, of all these? Pick a song that you really like off of, um, off of this album and shit. Uh, which one? Just off of all these albums, I really like Burgundy because I like the way that um, Vince comes in. No, but why are you depressed and acting like a little bitch? It's like, yo, that's not what you say to your friends that are dealing with bouts of depression. But I can appreciate it coming from Vince Staples because that is his whole kind of persona. Vince is a no fucks given, like one hundred percent authentically real in his projection of personality so I, I dig it i think that might be my favorite that or um sunday with uh frank ocean yo um sunday is great sorry oh no you're fine actually I, i'm more partial to hives i fucking that love shit hives. super dope too i really wish casey casey had a verse on that because that would have made it perfect but vince Blacks out on it too, yeah. so it's a great track. I actually was doing this the whole time we were. I've got a song for every song, every album on the list. So instead of just saying every album on the list, I'll say the album and the song I like. And can you do the same, or from all of these albums? From all the albums. Nah, don't do don't do all of them. Let's save that for like another special joint. I have no idea. Off the top of my right. head. Well, I mean, I guess I do, but I mean, I would like to think about that. I want this to be the last time we say the whole list, though, because now we're like 21 albums in. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to I want to think about which songs I like off these albums, though. I don't want to do that right now. I mean, you can. No, I'll save it. Okay. Well, yeah. this is the last time we're saying the list, like, straight up. Should I go? Nah, don't say that shit. Look in the show notes. Look in the show notes. <laughs> You know what I mean? What do we we gotta do all the heavy lifting and shit? Like, nah. Nah. We don't need to say it all the time. But we just give y'all a little bit of an update. But you know, look at the list. There are twenty one albums yeah. on the list now. Now that we've broken twenty, y'all gonna have to like look at the fucking show notes. <laughs> Pull your phone out of your pocket and look at the shit. Yeah. And also submit to us. I would love to hear uh people's arguments. I don't know. I, I, I say if we get if we get fifty opinions about an album being misplaced, then maybe we'll re rejudge it with a, a non with, with a third party how about that except for uh we've already moved drake Luke. yeah drake is staying drake is for, well i mean if you want to argue that he should be lower on the list submit two people submit that we'll discuss moving him lower actually i feel look like a that. lot look of people have problems with the game I think a lot of people... Stop fucking with the game. Well, you know what the thing is? Is that our list of albums is pretty diverse. And so people are only really going to rock with certain albums off of this list. There's probably people that will listen to Tribe, Rhapsody, and you know what I mean? Like fucking the Roots album. 
and not the really fuck with the other shit or there's right. people they're gonna listen to um asap you know, drake in the game they don't fuck with any of the others you know what i mean yeah. or or freddie gibbs and you know like it's and the reason that this is, is going to be crazy and that it's difficult for us to discuss is because we're talking about a large the the entire canon of what is considered hip-hop since then and it's not coming from a perspective of we only like boom bap or we only like pop rap which is tough to find so shout out to us for being diverse we're pretty dope yeah i just want to go ahead and reiterate that just in case y'all forgot yo every album of the ever decade so far right now ever average guy Mm -hmm. named ran average guy named ran hey what's going on should i answer that ever i think we can is that it (laughs) yo uh be on the lookout for a new episode featuring scheme richards shit uh weather forecasts okay if you want to do it i mean it has to be done Uh, today is the 26th. Um, as you're listening, yo, we're coming up on Golden Week here in Japan. It's a long stretch of holidays. There are lots of things going on. Um, you can go see Brian McKnight tonight at a billboard at the Midtown Garden. Wow, Mr. McKnight still getting play. Mr. McKnight is still getting play. Uh, also, it's Nylon Japan's 15th anniversary, which is going to have a bunch of artists at Sound Museum Vision, including oh, Irene. Little, little, is it really? I've yeah, never man, been there. The sound oh, Sound nice Museum Vision? Day. Yes, I have. I was just it's taken so aback good. by this person named Little Dead Girl. <laughs> Not sure what she does. She Hopefully. She bangs. <laughs> she bangs. Yeah, she, bangs. she bangs. Yeah. Okay. Go check them Lots out. Lots of people. Also tonight, Slow Lights is going on at Club Heavy Six Zero. Shout out to our guy Il Sugi. Always a really dope beat show there at Club Heavy Six Zero. For sure. Yo, uh, the twenty seventh, the breakdown every second and fourth Saturday. Our guys Putafesh, DC Three, and DNZ. DN? DNZ. I almost said DMZ. DNZ. I said that during the podcast, actually. I thought it was like DMZ. demilitarized zone. Yeah, I thought yeah. I was really getting it off with the acronym, <laughs> but I was wrong. <laughs> Yo, shout out to our guys over there. You can catch them at Coins Bar um, every second and fourth Saturday, which is this Saturday. Uh, on Sunday, my crew, Life Park, is having a huge, not huge, well, pretty big, uh, beer fest at Plus Tokyo with uh, Scheme Richards, Ohishi, uh, hold on, I don't know how to read this. Uh, Shikisai and Sutaya. Uh, so that's going to be happening on the rooftop, I believe. So go holler at my guys uh, Sunday the 28th. I'll probably be there for a little bit. Shout out to Scheme Richards. That's dope. That should be really dope. The yeah. Nostalgia King. Word. Uh, the 29th, Monday. I mean, it's a holiday, so there's hella shit going on this whole week. George Clinton is performing at Billboard uh for two days so he'll be there the 29th and the 30th also on the 29th kaiko end of heisei is happening at contact and that's oh, shit. shingo 2 dj baku who i recently met and he's super dope he's you met baku dope... man he's really dope you he know did... baku yeah he did some work with anticon back in the day too man i fuck with him i, I... 
I was just at a place and he was playing and I was like, "Yo, you're dope." And oh, man. his name is DJ Baku. Oh, we should you should have you should have uh did you friend him? I did. Yo. Yo, DJ Baku, I need you on a podcast ASAP. <laughs> you too, Shingo too. Yo, yeah, those guys are really sure. dope and um really instrumental to the dopeness of Japanese hip hop culture. So, yeah, check that out. You going to try to swing to this? Probably not. Probably not. Monday. Monday. I think uh. Oh, shit. Monday, Harry, our guy Harry Oh, He's having his uh, anniversary at his shop. I think I'm going to be playing there, so I'll be there. Mm. Come to Harry's there Sandwich Shop in Harajuku off of Takashita Dori to uh, get some sandwiches and some tunes. On the 30th, we got George Clinton again, like I said. Also that same day, Captain Vinyl. That's Muro, DJ Muro and DJ Nori's event at Contact. And uh, Under Digic with Kokimura, DJ Hero, and Nas Chris. Actually, I don't know if DJ Hero is still around. I'll have to check on that. Uh, the next couple joints are some regular joints. Shout out to our guy, uh, Herb, the Urban Aristocrat, holding down Coolin' Coins. Yep, Thursdays at Coins Bar, Shibuya. Yes, uh, and actually, that's on May 2nd, so that might have to be my birthday party if you want to come swing by. Word. And then coming back to Friday, we got third anniversary, chillaxing Tokyo, which is a whole bunch of people, including uh, JP the Wavy, mm. KMZ from Yentown. There's a lot of people on this list. That's at Sound Museum Vision. And also, somebody that named day... Willy Wonka. <laughs> Yo, shout out to that guy. Yo, I just copy and paste. <laughs> Yo, Willy Wonka is on that joint. <laughs> Me. Yeah. And also no that... shots, no shots. <laughs> Shout out to Willy fucking Wonka. No vowels, no vowels. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Shit. Uh, our guy, I am Jesse, is having Tokyo was here presents at a spot called Ripple. Uh, Kyodo Ripple in a uh, Setagaya. So that's gonna be him, Waterai. Dani Neves, who is a performer from the Netherlands, I believe, and Error, who I'm sure is dope because he's on this list. Yep, shout out to I Am Jesse. And uh, Golden Week isn't over, so there's other shit going on, but I'm just going to shout out Speakeasy, uh, also Machi Mix, Kodomo no Hi Picnic going down on May 5th. It's going to be pretty big deal. Brooklyn Terry yeah. is trying to get uh, Machida established. I'm pretty sure all of Machida is going to be out of there with a bunch of Tokyo also Yo. because DJ Muro is performing along with uh, a guy called Gones uh, who's Get a Blaster. Ghetto show. Blaster. And Mark the Clive Lowe, our fucking guy, is also performing live. That's right. And if you don't see him live, you. You might don't be, know what you're doing with your life. You might be making bit. tremendous mistakes. Yeah, also, shout out to DJ Lucy. I think she's like eight years old. Twelve. Twelve years old. Shout out to DJ Yo. Lucy. Shout and out and to DJ, DJ Tag. Tag. Yeah. DJ Tag will also be performing uh, unofficially, but he'll okay. be there. Yeah. Dope. And our guy, Niall Kenza Robin Oliver and his company, Kids in Motion. Uh, him and DJ Lucy will be holding down the kids disco portion of the earlier half of Speakeasy. Yeah, that's going to be dope, man. I mean, Speakeasy is a family-friendly event, and this one is even more family-friendly. Uh, so check that out. I will be there um, with bells. I think oh. I should... I guess I'll shout this out. Casa de Sarasa, two-year anniversary. Saturday the 4th, our, my big sister, DJ Sarasa, and her guest oh, list shit. is kind of crazy. She's got... I'll start at the bottom. What? Uh, Kotoko, 
The Barbecue Brothers, Take and Tomo, Coco, this should be DJ Coco, DJ Coco, aka Shimokita, who is may, maybe... Potentially considered one of the best DJs on the planet right now. I just want to point that out. Yeah. If you go look at his Boiler Room set, there's a, a plethora of people who are saying he is the best. Uh, DJ is usually straight up 45s and is just kind of a magician. I saw him perform with DJ Spinner and he stole the show with DJ Spinner there. So if that's any indication of the greatness of this man, then so be it. And I mean, also on this list is Gonez again, the DJ uh, from uh, Ghetto, Bas Ghetto Blaster Show. And DJ Neil Armstrong, who, mm. if you're familiar, was the backing DJ for Jay-Z for a very long time. Mm. You can all come and see all of these guys at a small Mexican restaurant in Shibuya for the price of a fucking taco. Yeah. A Shibuya What's taco. What's the date May 4th, mm. Saturday, from 6 to late. To late as hell. Yeah. Yo, the calendar's thick. Very much so. The list is thick. Yeah. Do your Googles. We Check are out the out show here. notes. Yeah. Um. Why your mom look like uh, Yoshimitsu from Tekken? Why your mom picked Striker in Mortal Kombat? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. All right. <laughs> Mega late show. <laughs> Why your mom wear a cloak yeah. <laughs> and still listen to long lyrics? Word, man. Hey, yo, laws. I'm sorry, B. Don't have your killers come after me. I know you got killers. Uh, yeah. You need to drop that Kanye when he was worried about Jay Z. <laughs> I know he got killers. Don't come at me. I got a family. Yo, shout out to everybody. Word.